Executive Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Jason Troy, executive coach and best-selling author. Get game-changing strategies and tactics from the world's most successful executives and entrepreneurs about how they build and grow eight, nine, and ten-figure businesses, hire, manage, and develop A-level talent, create a culture to skyrocket success, build an extraordinary network out of influencers, and so much more. Stay tuned for mistakes you can skip and strategies you can steal, because stealing pens and post-it notes is for amateurs. It's time for another massive breakthrough, Executive Breakthroughs with Jason Troy. Hello, this is Jason Troy. I want to welcome you to another episode of Executive Breakthroughs. In the last podcast, we were talking about survival patterns and your blind spots, and that's really what's holding people back. And people really don't know that, right? Because as I said in the last podcast in the beginning, when I have clients come to me, they're coming to me typically about leadership or performance issues, whether that's about themselves or about their organization, about their group, or about their team. But really, it stems from internal things that are going on. And the problem is, if you don't address these issues, what will happen is that you can take leadership courses, management courses, or anything else and make incremental improvement. But you will not be able to make exponential improvement, which is really massive breakthroughs are going to take your career and also your personal life as a byproduct up to the highest levels. Because all the internal things are going to hold you back and will not enable you to get to the next level. If you've had problems opening up in the past because of things that have gone on early in your life, then what's going to happen is, sure, you can learn tricks and tips and tactics about how to build better relationships, but you won't be able to be vulnerable So you will only be able to get so deep and go so far. So sure, you can see an improvement by learning these things, but it's only incremental and you're missing out on probably 90% of the benefit by not doing the internal work first. And I've done this for a lot of clients and actually I did it the other way in the beginning and realized that was the most inefficient way and the way to create true behavioral change is from the inside out. And so today I want to go through a quick explanation of the anatomy of change and what people need to go through in order to really make these changes, right? And some of these survival patterns we're talking about stem from things like putting yourself last, trying to control other people, trying to be perfect, perfectionism, you know, playing small instead of really stepping into your true power, assuming the worst about other people's or being negative, um, procrastinating, staying in toxic relationships, maybe that you're hiring toxic people or keeping them inside of your business, and the constant need of approval from other people, whether it's your employees whether it's colleagues, whether it's people on the executive team, whether it's board members, whether it's external people, um, those are all things that really create the patterns that end up holding us back the most. So I want to take you through this hierarchy um, and show you the five levels and go through them very quickly on why people get stuck. And we'll really use like a nearest resolution to start this off with. So at the top layer, there's a behavior that you want to change Um, or something that's not going right in your life. And the challenge with changing the behavior level is that's why people 
in the New Year's resolution, you'll see the gyms packed. And then all of a sudden, later in the month in January and February, they start to get back to normal as they were in December. And the reason is, is because you're attacking the problem for brute force, right? You're taking on that I've not worked out and I have not um, done things in a healthy way. And I'm all of a sudden just going to do them. I'm going to power through them on whatever I'm going to do and make it happen. Well, typically that won't work. Now, some people can do that, but then they can't do that in other areas of their life. And it's highly unusual for someone to be able to do that in multiple areas by themselves. Now, the second layer um, is the story level that you have about the external world around you. And that story is going to be, you know, things like, wow, you know, I can't work out. I don't have the willpower. Um, people don't like how I look now. And that affects how they do business with me. I mean, things like that. And what happens at the story level is that when you don't go to the gym as many days as you think you should, let's say it's five and you only go four, what happens is the little voice inside of your head said, see, I told you so. See, I told you that you would never be able to do this. And then what happens is you get stuck in the story behavioral loop the rest of your life. And you keep doing that not only for the New Year's resolution, but most things in your life. You're unable to make change. And the reason is, is that if you think about this as an iceberg, that's the top of the iceberg. And we all know what we can see is okay, but what's under the water is what will make or break us. And that's really the key. And the first level below the water is your emotional layer. And, you know, we live in a world where we're told to keep our emotions down. We buy things. Um, to keep us happy. We take pills. We do everything not to feel things and feel our emotions. And Brene Brown has got some great things on this and the power of vulnerability in her TED Talk and just, you know, all her books, which I highly recommend and I give to all of my clients. So the key thing on the emotional layer is the emotions are your early warning system. You just don't listen to them anymore because you've shut them down or pushed them aside or told yourself that big boys don't cry People don't share their emotions. You know, women in business often put on a masculine mask, so they're acting like men. So all of these things contribute to it. But if you go and think to yourself, when you have a problem or an issue that you want to change, you want to think to yourself, where am I feeling in the body? Am I feeling it in the stomach? Am I starting to sweat? Am I feeling it in my chest, in my throat, in my head? Where am I first feeling it? Because that will help you identify that it's actually happening and you can take a bigger look at this. At this point at the emotional layer, you don't need to do anything major. You just need to know that it's going on. Now, the layer below that is a limiting belief. And the limiting belief level is an internal belief about yourself. And typically there are two beliefs and that's, you know, who do I think that I am, right? And that's an imposter syndrome or it's I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not wise enough. I'm not whatever, right? And either one of those stops, starts running in your head and holds you back. And it doesn't allow you to move forward because that's a default mechanism that goes into and basically you sabotage yourself from diving deeper and looking into it. But you need to understand, you know, first at that emotional level, what's going on? When is it coming up? What emotions are you feeling? And this, and then this limiting belief, what are the limiting beliefs that are going through your head? And if you don't know, just Google limiting beliefs and you can get some sentences of other things, but they're stemming out of the two that I just mentioned to you. And so then the next layer below that 
is really anything, it's your childhood, right? Anything that happened under the age of seven or maybe 10, depending on you know whose book you're reading. But it's really critical to understand that your parents aren't the ones to blame here necessarily. I mean, they're most likely did the best they could, um, but they still have baggage and challenges they're dealing with, right? They're human beings and imperfect. And so what happens at this level, though, is that you learn, you accept and model behavior. And that will hold you back in life because you don't change what's going on. For instance, when your parents told you don't talk to strangers, I'm sure that when you went off to college or wherever you're at later in life, they didn't say, well, forget that rule. Well, that's one thing, right? If your parents told you to shut up all the time and don't share your opinion, well, it's very difficult for you to get up in front of a group of people and do that. There's a lot of things that stem here that really create a lot of challenges that go on in your own life. And so it's important to understand that. And what you want to do is reverse engineer this up the stack to create change um, in your life. An example would be I had someone come into a, a sales management training that I was doing that um, she rose her hand and she wanted to sell that sell more. Well, that's pretty you know common in something like that. So I asked her, you know, what was the behavior, what was the story, and then I got to the emotional layer, and she said the first emotion she was feeling was shame. So I dug deeper into that, and she said to herself, well, I'm not good enough. And we went through this a little bit, and then I went and I asked her some questions. I asked her, I said, what's the first time that you've ever felt that in your life? And she told me that it happened in high school or college, that she got on the phone and talked to her mother and grandmother, and they said to her, because of her loud, squeaky voice, and this woman was in her mid-30s at the time, uh, that she would never get ahead in life, she would never be successful in business, she would never find a husband. So every time that she goes on the phone, that plays back in her head. Well, that's kind of difficult to be someone in sales and to get on the phone all the time because you're just having to power through all this. Well, I said to her that the only way you're going to get past this is to tell yourself the opposite and start sharing the story because the problem with feeling shame is the silence and secrets perpetuate this and make it bigger and bigger so it really creates a massive problem in your life and really takes over who you are. So what I told her to do was when appropriate, tell every prospect and client the reason she got in sales was exactly this. Right. It's going to be really hard to tell it the first couple times, but the key thing about vulnerability is when you lead with it, other people start sharing stories about themselves with you because you know everyone wants to be vulnerable, but no one wants to share. So what you do then is start that. So she started to do that, and then above that, say to yourself, I am enough. I am smart enough. I am good enough. And the emotion to feel is I feel powerful. I feel great. I feel, you know, uh, just happiness. I feel joy when I'm sharing all these things. And then the story around it is saying, I'm a great salesperson. People love to buy from me, right? People love to engage with me. They're sharing their stories. They feel not only better about themselves, but I help them make them more productive in the organizations, et cetera, right? And then up to the behavior where then you are actually selling more and being productive. Well, within 30 days, she was doing exceptionally well. And then, you know, within three months, she started within the top, you know, 5% in her business and continues to soar even to this day a couple years later. And that's all it took. So the key thing is that you're going through the behavior, the story level, the emotions, the limiting beliefs, and really what happened in childhood. And you need to reverse engineer that. And the first question you need to start asking is what's the, you know, 
when's the first time that you felt this, right? After you go through all those other ones and you'll figure out at the childhood level when you felt it. And even if it's later in life, that's fine because you need to identify it and you just need to go to a quiet spot and ask yourself that. Now, if you can't think of it, just see what you're daydreaming about. See the people that you're thinking of or jealous of. Those might also stem and help you to figure it out. And then you have to ask yourself, what actions can I take in order to get past that, right? And that's the key. Um, and then you can reverse engineer this up from childhood to limiting belief to what emotions do, would, I, would this person and would this actions feel? What stories would I have about myself? And then what's the behavior that ultimately that I want, right? And if you keep doing that, you will create some pretty, pretty great behavioral changes in your life and can do it really fast. Because the key here is that people are not broken. They just have to make one to two degree changes and they're very subtle and that's the key. Yes, some people have significant challenges and they need therapy and other things, but a lot of, most of the people do not. They're having really minor changes and those minor changes can really um, cause some massive lift, success and results in your business and as a byproduct in your personal life. So I hope that that was helpful for you today. And that is another episode of Executive Breakthroughs. And I'm your host, Jason Troy. Mm -hmm.